0: Hello Alive, happy Sunday, happy 4th of July weekend. I hope you had a great day yesterday. We love you guys and we miss you. So I missed you so much and I thought, I haven't made a video in a while. So I'm like, I need to. Uh, So let's just dive in. As you and me, we're both experiencing, experiencing this craziness in the world. And it seems to me that every week, There is a new problem, and there is a new issue, and there is a new thing that causes me to get angry, that causes me to get frustrated. And I could tell that a lot of people around me feel the same way, and maybe that's you too. So today, I wanna address the most recent thing, and is that here in California, you might already heard about this. So here in California, a few days ago, one of the new regulations is that for houses of worship, like so, this applies to us when we meet in person. We're not supposed to sing or chant. And when I heard about this, I was like, "What the heck? Is this real?" Uh, and it kind of frustrated me because I, I, I'll, 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 I'll present to you my feelings. This is these are my feelings, right? So as I heard this, I was like, "Well, this totally feels like an attack towards my faith. Like they're telling me." How can I, how can I not express express my worship to God? Um, and I started getting angry at people. And as I I found myself with this feeling of anger and frustration, and I and the Lord reminded me of this verse, and I want to share it with you in hopes that they will help you today too. Um, in Ephesians six twelve says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities. Of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. The Lord reminded me that my fight or my frustration or the anger that I felt is not towards a person. There is a spirit, there is a spiritual world, and something spiritual is happening, and it's causing all these things. So this is this is my (laughs) my first encouragement to you to try not to be angry at at people there is something bigger than us and there is a spiritual world and the bible tells us our fight is not not against flesh and blood it's about the spirits that are causing that so if you want to get angry at something get angry at the devil Uh, but do not engage in fighting with people like there's something behind that Um, and our fight is against those spirits and Sorry if I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like so spiritual, but it is true The spiritual word, it's, it's true And the Bible is encouraging us Your fight is not against people, it's against spirits um, So that's my first thing, my first idea that I want to throw out there Maybe that will help you too, to not um, fight with people um, Let's fight this, this the way we're supposed to fight it And it's in a, in a spiritual way The second thing that came to my mind is like, I feel like the Lord reminded me of the story of Moses and Pharaoh. If you recall this, or maybe you haven't heard about this, in the book of Exodus in the Bible, it tells us the story of how Israel, God's people, um, Exodus means exit, uh, how they left Egypt Egypt, because they were being slaves there. They were slaves for the longest time. So God raises up this leader called Moses to Lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. So what Moses and Aaron, what they do, they're kind of like partners. uh, They come after they have received this instruction. Well, Moses received this instruction from God. They go to Pharaoh, which is uh, like the president, if if we put it in our days, uh, is the ruler of Egypt. So they come to Pharaoh and they tell him, the, the Lord is saying this, let my people go. But the Bible also tells us that the Pharaoh's heart was hard and he didn't let the people go right away. It took several times and several plagues and a lot of things happened in between. But time after time, Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh saying, hey, let my people go. And then Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. So a plague will come and then they will do it again and again and again and again. And that happened several times. But I want to read something to you that is so interesting to me. Exodus 7 verse 3 says, But I will make, this is God's, uh, God talking, but I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. When I realized that God was the one harding Pharaoh's heart, I was like, wait a minute. The Lord allowed this to happen and he had a purpose. And his purpose was, I will multiply the miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. So that got me thinking, what is God wanting to do in this season that are so many restrictions and then new things come up and new things come up and new things come up? So rather than us just react and getting angry, let's ask the Lord, what are you doing? Why? Not, not, let me rephrase it. For what purpose is this happening? What do you want to shape in my heart? And how can I, as a Christian, speak up in love and in truth and reflect your love and your character in this crazy world? So number one, like, we're not fighting against people. It's a spiritual battle. And number two, what is God trying to do in us and in his church through this? So as I realized about about the news that I told you at the beginning that we're not supposed to chant or sing when we go to church, um, and I felt like as attacked to my faith, I saw several posts and like people were saying that we're like they're banning worship and and they use the word worship, and of course singing is an expression of worship. We can worship God through our singing and through music. But worship is way more than just songs. In fact, it could happen that you're singing a worship song without actually worshiping Jesus. Because worship is not a matter of a physical thing that is happening. It's something in your heart. So you could be singing as worship song and not worshiping Jesus if your heart is not fully there. So that leads me to my, my third thing that I want to share with you today. is like um, in, um, in John 4, 20 to 24, this is now, I, we talked a little bit about Moses and Pharaoh and Egypt. Let me fast forward many years. Now we're in Jesus' times, right? And in Jesus' times, uh, Samaritans and Jews, they just didn't get along, right? So Jesus is going to Samaria, and the disciples are like, what are you doing, Jesus? And Jesus has this encounter with a Samaritan woman, the woman at the well. So it's a fantastic story, and it's really sweet, really cool, but I want to focus just on one part of the story. Um, John, 4, John 4, 20 to 24 says this. Um, this is Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman, right? So tell me, why is that the Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship Well, we sorry this is the woman talking to Jesus so tell me why is that the Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship while we Samaritans claim that it is here at Mount Jerusalem where our where our ancestors worshiped Jesus replied, "Believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. For you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. Well, we Jews know all about Him, for salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming, indeed. It is here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him. That way. For God is spirit, so those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So, in this conversation, the conversation is about Samaritans thought this is the place that we're supposed to worship the Lord, and Jews think we can only worship, or the only place of worship is over there in Jerusalem in the temple. And Jesus is telling the woman, Woman, there will be a time, and in fact, it is happening now, that People are not going to worship God in a temple or in a church or in a house. What God is looking for is people that will worship Him in spirit and in truth. So no matter where we are, even if we're going to a physical building or not, or we're home or we're with more people or not, true worship is in spirit and is in truth. True worship has to be genuine and comes from the heart. And it's not just about singing. You can worship God basically doing anything. Like I can worship God while I'm, while I'm working on my iPad and doing some art. If I'm doing it for God and I'm allowing that to express worship to Him or express how grateful I am to Him and how awesome He is to me, if I'm allowing that to happen in my heart, that is true worship. True worship happens in your home when you're serving one another and you're doing it with love and you're thanking Jesus in your heart and you're like, God, I know that you're seeing this and I love you so much that I want to co- correspond to your love with everything that I am. So true worship is not singing, it's not Christian karaoke, It's a matter of the heart. So don't let anyone think that we're not able to worship. We're able to worship even if we can't sing. Even if the regulations continue, we're able to worship. Worship is more than singing. Worship is the way we live. Worship is how we think. Worship is how we conduct ourselves. So let your life be a true act of worship to God. And don't limit that to singing. Of course, we should continue to go back like Moses did with Pharaoh. Go back and say, hey, let us worship. I think that's good and I think we should do it. But don't let the regulations determine if you're worshiping or not. Worship God with all your heart, in spirit and in truth.